we are good to start. Good evening or good uh good morning. Let's let's just call it a morning because that's very barista-ish. Welcome yes. one and all to another episode of the Angry Barista, the angriest barista on this side of the Mississippi. I shit you not. Joining me today are two people who are very important to my my own personal development. Oh <laughs> these guys help me with my character development. This is, um joining me at my side today is Mr. Omar Sarag, aka the Screamer. The amazing the meanest screamer um and i got mr rocco vatolo on the other end of the computer over here what up what up thank you for having me real quick yo of course bro first of all real quick i just wanted to say um we've been breaking tradition a lot this show is like uh um i meant for it to be a thing where like i could brew people coffee on the spot That's how, that's how I ain't got really no damn coffee, Jen. I ain't got no damn Where's coffee. Where's my damn coffee? Where's my coffee? Um, but you know, it's it's kind of in a way it's evolved into a thing that that's become somewhat more special to me than even like sticking to like a a, a, a gimmick of like making coffee every episode or whatever. It's like I, I've gotten to talk to so many new people that I wouldn't have had full conversations with if not for sitting down and doing a podcast. And then I've also mm-hmm. talked to. Uh, a lot of old friends that I'm just starting to do a full circle on right yeah, now. I was telling them, dude, we've literally gone full circle from like <laughs> being in your basement years ago, <laughs> like in high school. <laughs> like a true, like a true person who helps everyone with character development. I, I am still in my basement. I have not evolved since. So no, I am, that's not true. I am the- <laughs> Me and Omar are just in a different basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just literally in a different basement. No, I fucking, I was, I, I'm fucking miss you guys it's Hell it's yeah. funny i was talking to sus and because a while 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 back uh jan you came through and we were all like, oh we gotta get everybody right together we gotta get everybody right together and then fucking covid happened and that's like that's like every single podcast there's like at least two minutes that that is dedicated to and then fucking covid happened <laughs> but, <laughs> but um really fitting my uh my white rapper persona now um mm. but there's uh you know, and we were all like, oh, we got to get everybody back together, you know, shit like that. So, you know, I miss you motherfuckers. And I'm really happy that we could sit together and fucking bullshit oh, for a while. This is it's amazing. Like, yeah, this makes me happy. This is a second like, best for me. This is like not as good as like actually getting drunk in Rocco's <laughs> basement and crying about the old days. But it's like, oh. it's like a second best. It's a, yo, hold on. I'm just going to shut a door that keeps swaying in the, in the wind real quick. Do it. Nice to fucking see you, buddy. I know. I fucking miss you. Dude, Yo, I'm always around your house, and I'm just like, I wonder what Rocco's doing right now. Yo, so it's kind of slightly unrelated, but kind of related. Um, and this kind of affects it's kind of funny because I said, like, oh, I like I'm not like doing like going out for any projects or podcasts, shit like that, because of COVID. I don't want to bring COVID here. And what happened was fucking COVID just ended up coming here anyway. So right. I've been in the house for like two weeks. Just you to leave stay. the house for two weeks? No, I haven't because my mom got it. Uh, and she's been upstairs the whole time. So, damn. Hopefully, nobody else that. in your family's got it. Or, or no, sh- every, everybody's good. She's got over it. Um, but hell yeah. So I've been in here yeah. for two weeks with no contact. Word. So I know I said I wasn't coming out because I didn't want to get COVID from you guys. 
but now I ended up having COVID in my house. So fucking I'm the dick here. You know, what's crazy to me. It's so crazy that like, I feel like most of the people who have not been careful at all type shit have shit. not gotten, like have not even gotten close to COVID. And then <laughs> this is my, yo, it's so funny. You mentioned it's, it's really the, like, the like, oh, I like decided to just like drop out of high school. And now for some reason I'm making six figures and everybody else who went to mad college is in mad debt. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. It's, it's almost that, like the opposite of what you expect. Kind of. Exactly. Right? Oh, ah, man. I wish I like, sometimes I wish I didn't waste time in college, but then other times I'm like, yo, like there's definitely a lot of like bullshit in college that I went through that was character development in itself. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, true. It's, I'm glad I didn't fucking go. Oh, <laughs> I, say, no. I am not. In I debt. mean, <laughs> I mean, both ways. I'm still like a SoundCloud rapper, so I didn't really like come up both ways. So you know what? It works. Still works. Hey man, listen. But we're doing big things now. You know, I got a podcast that literally three yeah. people listen to. You know, it's all love, bro. But I yeah. mean, Mister Mister Rocco's got a whole ass Instagram page that's a bussing with the fucking lo-fi. fucking lo-fi hip hop. Yeah, I don't know. Over here. Yo, who's that? Where is he? Uh, um, my son called us when, when you had the door closed to your little booth thing. Like it looked like a uh, it looked like you were in R. Kelly's dungeon for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's like, where I, is he? That's how I got all the followers. It's, it's, it's like a sell your soul kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I love everybody over it in, you know, in the community. Uh, well, not everybody, there are a lot of assholes, but all the people that are really awesome, they all know who they are. Um, really awesome people. I met a lot of dope heads, um, and just a lot of artists that I like really loved before I started it. Mm. And now I just like got to know, um, and shouts to all them, you know, Everybody in the community, well, a lot of people in the community are really awesome and they're really like pushing the sound forward. Um, so Did you it's get to work awesome. with anybody that you met via lo-fi hip-hop yet? Or like, are you trying to collab with anybody that you met um, in that world? So kind of. So when I first started it, I don't know if, if you guys remember or it was kind of like a little low-key, but um, I like when I first started the page, I actually started it because... Um, I was making these compilations for the community and I was like, oh, I should make it like an Instagram to promote it. And that Instagram ended up becoming way more than it awesome. was meant to be. But yeah. that, um, I made a, a couple of compilation projects and, um, it was all with people like, like, you know, either like they sent me beats or we collabed on beats. Um, for the most part though, I haven't, there are a couple of like really talented heads that I go back and forth with them. Like, yo, we should collab, yada, yada. And we just never ended up doing it. And then, you know, we got to, we got to get our, our quota and then COVID happened and, uh, you know, <laughs> wasn't able to get out, but at some point it will, I, I really even wanted to do, and then COVID happened. I, a, uh, like a, you know, like a big get together, have everybody, all the heads yeah. come through, just network and have a little party shit. But obviously we can't do that right now, but eventually we will. Like, I feel like so many artists were just on that verge of just like, all right, sweet. Mm-hmm. Let's get this shit fucking rolling. Let's just have a party. And it's like, hey, you got to stay home, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Psych. You ain't got no more money, buddy. <laughs> you got to like stay our, home. Our immediate circle. And I'm not even just trying to say this to be like that. Like, oh, I hope we blow up, guys. guys. But um, I, I feel like our immediate circle was like right before COVID happened was just doing things. Like Literally. we had shit like the people was about like this person's about to get this 360 yeah. deal. And then like COVID happened. Yeah. I was funny. at the studio the last weekend Damn. before shutdown. Like we had just recorded two songs with Vanity, and 
It was like, all right, sweet, fuck yeah, let's fucking go. Let's go and let's then go. it's literally like, oh, the world is shut down. Sorry, bud. It's, it's like, funny. Fuck. I feel like I had a bit of a of a of the opposite effect, which was I was like, I as you guys might have kind of ga- gathered from my 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 personal artistry um i hadn't fucking released anything in many years because i was on like a crazy hiatus um and just like work was kicking my ass and then covid happened and i was like hold up i forgot like that i could be a person like i don't (laughs) like my life isn't just working at this fucking studio Mm -hmm. and um obviously you know everything happened i you know I, uh, I ended up leaving the studio and I kind of like got my, my drive to make music back. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, obviously it kind of sucks. Cause it was like, damn, I wish I would have had that, you know, when the world was fucking open, but you know, it, now, you, now you, you've gotten all that time to just like mm-hmm. work up an even bigger library and just fucking exactly. get shit popping. Yeah. And, and it's uh, just, I feel like sometimes you got to go with the waves, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there are days or weeks even that I'm like, not with any type of writing or any type like i'm not producing really i'm not sitting down i don't like the idea of creating shit but then there's like the you know the couple days straight or the couple weeks straight where you're just like overdrive like new idea every single day like couple a couple song ideas started every day or whatever like and i feel like the more you fight that the less shit sounds authentic yes and you know it's really funny because i remember like maybe like circa 2015, right? I had like a giant boost of inspiration for many years. And I wrote OD, like every, like every day I wrote two or three songs, right? And then I really hit that like low point. I want to say like around the time of Don't Work. So like 2017, 18, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized now, like to put it into perspective is like I was really treat, and I feel like a lot of people had the same realization. Um, I was really treating music and art like, you know, the corporate world where it's like, oh, I need to get my quota. And it's like, that's just not a healthy way to yeah. create and, and produce music. It and sucks just out being the, the creative. Exactly. Being a creator. And now that I can actually enjoy myself and do it when I want to, I'm like, oh shit, it's like high school again, where mm-hmm. I actually was like driven to do this, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were hungry for it. Exactly. And at okay. some point you just kind of like, it just kind of becomes like you're going through the motions and that's not how you should be creating art. And you know, it's not Absolutely a day not. job. I, I like I, I credit you, Rocco, and I also list you on a lot of my job applications as a reference. <laughs> but um, I credit you as as one of my mentors in uh, yeah. in audio engineering. And as far as like I'm sitting here at my own studio that I rent out separately as a separate expense to my to my crib. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I and I share it with a couple of dudes, so it's not like mine, mine, but it's like mine coming from. Mm-hmm. Before I met you, I was like really just fucking around mm-hmm. on an on iPad on GarageBand on the iPad. I was just telling him, I was telling him like, bro, like I I have that standard for like people that I work with now, where it's like, yo, you got to be self sufficient, like you gotta, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta you gotta put something on the table because like if there's no drive and you're not with it to like just constantly strive exactly. to be a better like musician and just, you know, just make some pop and shit. Then like, I don't want it anymore. I'm Gucci. You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that Jan, because it's like, you're always hit me. Yo, you know, like, I feel like, you know, we, you know, you really help me get, and it's always funny because it's like, like, yeah, I don't realize how much y'all help me. Like, like if it wasn't for you guys, like, I don't feel like I'd be where I am now. You know, uh, I, I mean, consider I'm, you, you know, you guys like 
I know I seemed like I knew what the fuck I was talking about, but I had no clue what I was doing when I was working. Oh no. Oh, we got the laggy lag. We got the lags. Rocco, are you still there? I don't even light it yet. No. <laughs> Am I going to have to demonetize this video oh, on YouTube? Really? Because of this? Maybe. I mean, yeah, who we cares? cherish that. Oh, well, wait, yo, oh. bro, you're going to have to go back and oh, you're yeah. going to have to hit me with all of that again. Sorry. <laughs> one more time. I just noticed. Uh, I'll backtrack a little bit. But basically, I was saying, like, I consider the experience that I had with you guys and, and you know, like, you're always telling me, like, yo, like, I feel like I learned a lot working with you and, and this, that, and the third. It's like, damn, I feel like I learned a lot working with you guys. Like, if it wasn't for you guys, like, I wouldn't be half of the musician and engineer, et cetera, that I am today. And, uh, you know, a big part of that is just kind of like, being thrown in and, and having to learn on the spot. And, oh, yeah. and I feel like that kind of experience is, we can't really pay for that. Um, I, I love that. Like we could all kind of like thank each other for that because I, you guys literally like was my first, it was my first studio experience working with you guys. And <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And literally I could say like, I became a better musician, like both like uh, in terms of skill and just like, knowledge because of you guys so like mm -hmm. shout out to all of us oh yeah all right hey, drop those pants, boy. drop <laughs> those pants boys i'm about to hey. suck some <laughs> self-suck baby self-suck over here it's remote self -suck. remote sucking um yo i can't wait for somebody to clip that out uh, <laughs> i can't wait um but that's it's amazing to me like just that learning the the symbiosis of the relationship that we all had and like we all like coming up in in the in the way that we've come up is uh i'm just i'm just <laughs> at the point of my video where i'm gonna have to demonetize it on youtube <laughs> i know you're gonna have to just blur that out no i mean it's, it's probably be funny though <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> honestly i might have to imagine Sorry, like I also just put this away no bro it's no i love honestly, it it's it's, it's the vibe do you um ju just walk to the we're gonna walk to the window to ash it out the window because I didn't get my um my my little ashtray going yet. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, wow, yeah, no, like the the nature of our relationship has always been symbiotic, and I feel like a lot of a lot of that we didn't get to see until now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it's like putting all this years, years later, years later mm -hmm. where it's like, we're, we're kind of, uh, we're, try we're kind of now only coming into ourselves as people, I would say mm -hmm. like, yeah, 100%. into the personalities that we ourselves sculpted and not our families or, or our circumstances Amen. put forward. So it, it's kind of, it, it's Pass awesome. I just want to say thank you. I brought that up really. Cause I wanted to say thank you to you guys. No, I, and the thing is like, I almost feel like I can't accept it because I feel like you guys gave me more than I could give you. You know, it's like, I appreciate it so much and you know, the love and, 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 and gratitude is always appreciated. And I feel the same with you guys. So it's always love. This is just like one big hugging session. Yeah, right. So you can tell yeah. a bunch of people haven't been out for man months. <laughs> Oh, D. I, I'm, I've even started. So I've started getting into, as you can see, like we're just going to be catching each other up on on lives because it's also um, going to be my first episode I'm dropping in at least a couple of weeks. So mm -hmm. where um, I've got to catch up whoever's listening on on live too. But um, yeah, not only have I been getting into uh, uh, podcasting a lot lately, but I've also been getting into stand up and comedy, not like me myself doing it. Yeah. But I just I, I've been 
finding myself watching a lot more comedy and listening to comedy, listening to more podcasts mm-hmm. and shit. Is, are there podcasts that you guys are listening to right now besides the Angry Barista? That, that are a fire that you <laughs> I like? A lot of murder podcasts and shit like that, and like old weird mysteries. So I think that's just really cool. But like, I haven't in a while though. Mm-hmm. So I've been slacking on that. Um, so uh, friendly plug here. Shout out to the homies. Um, other than the Angry Barista, which everyone should watch, should listen to. Um, uh, the only other, like, I don't really listen to podcasts, but I have a couple homies over at Hot for Creature who um, they just review creature features. Uh, awesome. Really cool dudes. Um, I was on there for an episode a while back talking about some, like, samurai wolf movie. I don't know. It was crazy. But um, great podcast. And uh, I feel like I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts, and I should, but I I don't know. Half I the think time, it's... I think I think a lot of podcasts take themselves way too seriously. Yes, and I model the 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 idea behind the Angry Barista wasn't just to have like a a pot a sit down long form podcast where I serve people coffee, but mm-hmm. it was more to like have a, um, it was like kind of to have like that long form comedy, uh, mm-hmm. digesting the world around us kind of situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where it's yeah, I I would recommend all the big comedy podcasts that you guys might have heard of, like. Uh, Joe Rogan, fucking Tiger Belly, or whatever, like, uh, 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 like you know those those podcasts. I would definitely recommend those to you guys mm-hmm. because of not just not just because I agree with like all the fanboy kind of like yeah. people who agree with these people on these po- podcasts do, but like because of the way that they're structured, where it's like, oh, here's the world happening, and then here are these like entertaining idiots yeah, reacting to the world, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I fuck with that. I, you know, it's funny. Most of the time, I don't want to hear people's opinions until they put a microphone in front of their face. I don't know what that is. I don't know what kind what of like is that. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> now I'm listening. Yeah, exactly. That was great. <laughs> it's the appeal of like if you've if you've got the charisma or the you got the charisma or the confidence to come forward yes. and like talk, speak on a subject. Like people want to listen to you, whether or not they know mm-hmm. your expertise or your level of experience mm-hmm. with the topic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, um, but I, I mean that, that comes in handy for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because it really makes us sound like, we know, what we're talking about more than we may. So everyone listen to us. We know what we're saying. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I absolutely know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like I have to throw a, a, um, a, a disclaimer in every single episode. I've been stuttering a lot this episode. But I have to throw a disclaimer in every single episode where I'm mm. like, hey, this isn't the news. Don't take us <laughs> for the news. This is literally comedy. But um, yeah. have you heard – have you have you guys heard about this fucking uh, – in 90 days or less than 90 days, they're, um, they're releasing somewhat of a public report on what our government and our – our our intelligence agencies know about ufos i haven't heard about that i thought you were going to start talking about 90 day fiance which i've been watching <laughs> way too much of during quarantine um but no i haven't heard about that what is what's the, well, i mean i guess it's kind of pretty self-explanatory but what's the gist so essentially a part of the and i i don't know where these people's priorities are at in our government i mean a lot of us share that sentiment but like um there was this in the covid relief fund or the covid relief bill that they signed in like a you know a little while back 
there was a part of it. There was a chapter in there detailing that they were going to release um, all government agencies and all intelligence agencies have a deadline to release what they know. There's going to be two reports, like an internal report for like confidential information that we're not allowed to know. And then like Mm -hmm. a, like a public kind of report of everything that, um, that's, you know, uh, been kind of declassified and everything that we're allowed to know about what our government knows about UFOs and shit like that. All right. You're going to tell me what you know about the aliens. <laughs> I need it now. They're asking me on Twitter that they need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Um, right now. In this bill that I made myself personally. And uh, retroactively. By myself. By retroactively going to take credit for that one. Um, <laughs> and uh, you're going to tell them. <laughs> you know, all right. So here's how I feel about UFOs. All right, um, with it. Nobody's ever said that and then said something smart, by the way. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hit me with uh, it. What the fuck? What? Like, dude, oh. y'all are coming to our planet. You see what the fuck's going on. You have, de- they've definitely dealt with this shit before. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of going to like, like observe. Yeah. I mean, You're not you? going to like, I'm going to do anything. Zoo, have, you, have you not gone to the zoo? I mean, shit. <laughs> You're like, Let's see what these fucking <laughs> little shitheads are going to do. You know what? You make a good point because when you go to the zoo and you, you see like, two like lines beating the fucking shit out of each other, you're not going to go, oh, guys, yo, chill out. Like you're, you're going to, you're going to die. So personally, I, maybe that's the reason, but something rubs me wrong about, about aliens just chilling and looking at us. Like, what do you do? Like, go, <laughs> go look at other shit. I don't know. Go fucking make another time yeah. warp or some, something. I don't know. I've got a theory that I've been working with lately as far as like that goes. Um, I think for some reason, for whatever reason, um, and this is based on uh, what Bob Lazar said. You, you, y- y'all mm-hmm. know about Bob Lazar, right? I have um, no idea. No, so Bob- I, I know the name, but. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna ju- just try to go long strokes because like aliens is a thing that we go back to on aliens. The Angry Barista. Aliens. Uh, I gotta mess up my hair for that. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> um, so Bob Lazar claimed to work at Area 51 or a substation for Area 51 mm-hmm. in the 80s or the late 70s called S4, which was like mm-hmm. I, be- I believe like south or something of the actual Area 51 site that's on the map. Um, and essentially at his time there, he said that there was a hangar full of nine disc shaped UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the model, the model that he worked on, they, uh, the government kiddingly named the sports model or he called the sports model because of like the way it was shaped. It was mm-hmm. like, and he like, and there wow. are videos there. Like if you Google Bob Lazar in his story, there are videos and pictures of like, he diagrams out like just the way that it looks like how the compartments on the inside look and shit, the way that it works. Um, but he said it that has there was a V tech engine. It's yeah. It's actually got a flux capacitor. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is the Honda civic model. It's just a ricer. It's got a big fin on the back for no reason. Suicide doors. <laughs> it's stock into everything stock, but we just put a bunch of spinners on it. Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine hiring a person from New York to explain all these like <laughs> insane things to the world. Like, hey, we can't let these people know like some of these things because you know they're gonna re- react a little wild. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 we'll just hire a guy to do it. Just hire me yeah. to do it the way right? that I'm doing it's it like, right now. I also listen, listen. Those <laughs> crystals, 
have it in your fucking bedrooms? That shit worked, first of all. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Second of all, did you know that you could go to the fourth and fifth dimension simply by just, you know, meditating or fucking sitting down and fucking eating some veggies or some shit? <laughs> yeah, you just gotta you gotta <laughs> eat some veggies, bro. The eat fourth, your veggies. The fourth dimension is just a stop after Myrtle on the L train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, I'm dead. They keep uh, they keep adding stops on the seven train. The next one might be the <laughs> the, the entrance is actually that that one subway bathroom that you always walk past. Like you kind of want to use, but you don't want to risk it, so you just never mm. do it. <laughs> Shout out! To that's that. that's how you get to the fifth dimension. Actually, shout out to that one time I used the bathroom at Times Square to shit, and it what? made me never want to use a public restroom in the subway system ever again. Oh. Shout out. I never needed to shit that the bad in my dimension, life. Abort no. any information I had just given oh, you about the fifth that's dimension. Shout out, bro. Like, disclaimer, no one, no one do it. It's shout not out like, to that one time. I mean, sometimes you just really have to. I mean, uh, is it a piss or a shit? I, I said shit. Like, oh, I you did. Shit yeah, sorry, I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely, that was a bad time. But essentially, so this guy, Bob Lazar, said, the reason I'm bringing this up, right? Uh-huh. Is um he said while he was working there, he got to read some briefings, like in some blue folders or whatever, um, that said that the model spaceship that he was working on was actually from the uh uh Zeta Reticuli star system. <laughs> that ass, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he made that actually up. in no. this report, it specifically said not to use that that Times Square bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait, no. <laughs> I'm fucking no, dead. Don't it's just it. um. So no, but like Zeta Reticuli is an actual star system, though. So like that's a real place. That's a real um. That's a real star and like cluster of planets. Mm. It's just uh, several thousands of lights light years away from us, I believe, or at least a thousand light years away from us. So, but it said that this this uh this spaceship that he was working on, or this flying saucer he was working on, was from there, and that these people mm. from this uh from this star system have been coming here for a very long time, and like the dates that they've been coming here, he claims were written in their dates, and like a year for them is not the same as a year for us because of like the way that the planets. Yeah. Are- their star so like it was only their date so he couldn't piece together how long they've been coming here but essentially what he got out of reading this report seems to suggest and he said that there was a lot of disinformation by the way so this could be bs but he says what he read in this report said that these beings have something to do with our evolutionary process like they've been coming here long enough to have some sort of say or manipulation in the way that human beings or like the the primates that came before us evolved hmm. into us that's the claim prometheus hold up <laughs> hold up let's let me i gotta backtrack before we go into all that there was a lot to address a lot to unpack there did he just did he just try to leak information and then said the information was not was not sound why did he snitch on himself like that so so essentially (laughs) so essentially he spoke you're not supposed to speak to other people who work in these like when you work for the government in that capacity Mm -hmm. they compartmentalize a lot of the information right so like Mm -hmm. 
you yeah. like they'll they'll have like the propulsion people like say this is a real thing and he's what he's <clears> talking about the way the government would break it down would be like okay boom like propulsion scientists are working on figuring out how to uh how this thing moves and shit but they're not talking to the people who are the metallurgists or the people who are figuring yeah. out what the metals made. Oh, yeah. They're not allowed to talk to each other, whatever, but like the people in propulsion can talk to each other. So the dude who he was working with was there for slightly longer than him. And mm-hmm. he said that like, there were a bunch of briefings that they had access to in order to better their understanding of what they were working on. But it was regular knowledge that not all of those briefings would be like, factual or would be truthful Mm. some of them would be false information just to ensure that if the employees went to snitch or went to leak they would look fucking crazy because it's just some shit that they made up type shit i like i like how like every single time someone in the u.s government talks about the u.s government it always sounds like some evil villain shit like (laughs) there's never anything in the u.s government that happens like it's not like (laughs) <laughs> like, like they, you never hear like like somebody come out of the cia and be like oh man you know today i had a good day they brought in some like you know <laughs> they brought in like a clown like it's always like some fucking terrifying shit that they're always doing like mm-hmm. yep like ha, why up with uh nicholas tesla Nicholas Tesla, like the uh, the, Nicholas Tesla, like the the scientist, yeah, yeah, who died a long time ago, yeah, yeah. uh, Did he die in the New Yorker, like at the New Yorker, like right over here? He lived there, and like the CIA and the KGB, I'm pretty sure were like on his floor, and this dude had a bunch of cases in there, like Mm -hmm. he had a lot of like Nicholas Tesla created free energy, Mm -hmm. and like you know. Con Edison now is the opposite of that. Yeah. Okay, so it's you guys know how a fucking Tesla coil runs, right? Uh, yes and no. So and you could do this, like you build up how like or even just watch somebody making mm-hmm. a certain size Tesla coil mm-hmm. and hold a light bulb to it. It just shows that like, all right, this is just basic like yeah. copper fucking metal and like wire and an orb and shit like that just put it together. but it's wireless energy right like it, it transmits energy. yeah like you're holding the bulb and it's and you're using the, the 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 current from the earth and it's the rotation it's, mm. the earth is constantly in motion hold up and i still gotta charge my iphone with a cable what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is this i mean but like Actually, in, inductive charging <laughs> has been a thing for a while though right yeah there are those chargers or like those charger stations that you dead ass just put your phone down mm-hmm. on and then like you know it'll charge it outside of the case but yeah. i mean but these tesla coils are different though because like omar was saying like it's literally some shit where it's like you're you're somehow using the current or grounding through the earth yeah to like to and produce it's, it's like that like how i look at it just amazing was like i'm a fucking weave just fucking it's alchemy mm. it's like a form of alchemy and like before then like i <clears throat> excuse me i feel like alchemy was like a form of science i mean it is a form of science yeah but like you know back then it was like magic and alchemy you know yeah so it's just like i don't know what i'm getting at it's, but like, it's just that like white people think anything that isn't explicitly science is voodoo that's that's the, yeah. the i think that's what you're getting at 
Yeah, and okay. it's all, not only that, like, you know, Nicholas Tesla said he had contact with, like, mm-hmm. stars, you know, the stars and yep. all this crazy shit. Wasn't this, w- there was a crazy claim. I don't know if it was just in Doctor Who. I watch a lot of Doctor Who, by the way. I'm a fucking Whovian, bro. I'm a fucking Whovian. I don't give oh, a man. fuck, I don't give a fuck really? if that makes me not look like a rapper or, like, <laughs> look even, that? like, a little hard. I love Doctor Who, bitch. I, I, have interests. I love all... Doctor Who. There was an episode of Doctor Who though where um Nikola Tesla and uh-huh. Nikolai Tesla was on it um and he essentially got a message from Mars. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he claimed to get a message from Mars mm-hmm. and it actually was from aliens and they tried to steal him from Earth to build their like war machines for him or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a war, it was like a warring alien race that like just used a bunch of stolen and like and bootlegged technology and they're like, yes, we're going to steal Nikola Tesla to build us the rest of our alien fleet. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> These things have been able to live on Mars and they need Nikola, Nikolai Tesla yeah. to build them weapons. What? Yep, yep. Uh, we don't think he's like, do, into it. They just. <laughs> the story is they just settled on Mars, but like uh, uh, these are just like a, a, a species of aliens that are just like. They're these alien scorpions that just bootleg a bunch of technology. They'll like take over a civilization and like not build new shit. Just use whatever shit of the civilization that they took over. Even if it's broken and old, they'll just like take those people's shit and use that instead. Listen, listen, guys, guys. <laughs> scorpions? Guys. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y- y'all were people? able to settle. Like the mummies? <laughs> the rock the mo- the yeah. poor, poorly cgi <laughs> yeah. uh, so here's the thing with those boulder, it's a rock yeah. like, you guys can you guys can like settle and colonize different planets mm. but you're going to the backwood sticks of earth and and you're trying to get technology it's just yeah. barely figured out how to wipe our asses like literally a couple <laughs> like a couple hundred years ago we learned how to wash ourselves and you're out here trying to get technology from us Honestly, make any sense to me. You know, but then again, we we don't even like have the fraction of like their knowledge. So like, you know, what if we have like some primitive ass ways? But to them, it's just like, well, you know what? It's just like, it's like let's say somebody. uh, Let's see, they're primitive. They're using vintage fucking technology. They're just like, you know, like sometimes if the old shit isn't broken, don't like fix it. Just like like, enhance it. It's like when your aunt rolls up to the function with the old Galaxy S4 and you're like, are you ever going to upgrade that thing? Like, it works. <laughs> yeah, I know people with the iPhone 6 still. I know somebody who's still rocking an iPhone 5 and there's more power to him. I thought I looked at it. I thought I was looking at a fucking rotary phone. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. But, um... Fucking scorpions? scorpions? Yeah, what? They were like robotic scorpions. Robotic scorpions. That sounds robotic pretty cool, scorpions. though. Yeah, that's. I, I think it has anything to do with astrology. I think it has more to do with like if Ed Hardy took shrooms and then had a nightmare. I thought you guys were fucking. I thought you guys were fucking high right now. Whoever wrote that shit was fucking off their fucking rocker. Yo, I, the reason why I love Doctor Who so much is like the writing is very intelligent, right? But all of the plot, like uh, the 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 concepts of the of the like every single episode is like somebody was writing uh, writing it on DMT. Or something like that, or something just hardcore psychedelic. What show? Who's hardcore. Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who. Okay. Hardcore psychedelic. <laughs> like whoever oh, wrote this Brits. is just like on like on ketamine. Was just in a K hole. 
They were like, yo, there's one episode where like there there's scientists stationed around a black hole and there are a bunch of uh like of these uh aliens that they use as a slave race. Very problematic. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Why later. is nobody talking about this? <laughs> Why is nobody talking? Um, Read that again. So, a bunch of scientists are around uh, a black hole. There's this like uh, the Ood or what this race are called, this alien race. Um, and out of nowhere, a bunch of them get possessed and start killing people. A bunch of scientists get possessed. A bunch of them start dying or whatever. And it turns out that the the planet that they're on that's orbiting this black hole was actually a jail for Satan. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is can't, listen, yeah, this is going to say a lot. All right. And Omar, you can, you can feel me here. Yes. As somebody who like in their formative years watched a lot of anime, that sounds fucking ridiculous, Jen. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the most ridiculous shit I ever heard. Okay, and listen. And there are things like God of High School that exist. Just to be <laughs> <Yeah>. title. <laughs> like we're like me and Omar out here watching fucking the sniper scene in High School of the Dead and going fucking Doctor Who sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. Yo, it's really honestly. That show is so wild. I would recommend it to everybody. I was just saying to Omar earlier, seasons one through four, and please, I hope this doesn't kill my prospects of one day landing a guest role on Doctor Who, but um, seasons one through four, because of the really bad CGI, are hard to get through. But if you can get through them, God, the the, the renewed, updated budget to the rest of the, the Doctor Who series is a breath of fresh air and makes a hell of a difference. I think CGI shouldn't stop anyone from watching good storytelling. Listen, it's like, no, listen. Yeah, have you ever seen the prequels? What are you saying? No, the, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying the prequels, the prequels are better than this. No, I know. That's what I've seen old Doctor Who and it's it's. Sorry, I don't want to ruin anybody's anybody's sponsorship here. It's fucking atrocious. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like PlayStation 2 graphics. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to have so many fucking angry nerds in my DMs fucking like killing me after this. I'm sorry. But... Fucking prick. Did you just Doctor talk about Who's Star Wars and really? Doctor Who? Don't even get me started on Star Wars, okay? <laughs> don't let me, don't even don't even get me started. I'll, I'll, hey guys. <laughs> You guys, I, you want to piss people off? I thought The Last Jedi was pretty good, all right? <laughs> fucking kill me. I have so many angry incels in my fucking... Wait, it doesn't even make sense. She's a Mary Sue. Okay, fine. I had... Okay. Yo, all right, go a get a Jedi, girlfriend. Bro. That's, that's Honestly, crazy. that would have been dope. Yeah. Fucking... No, but yeah. That all what, were you, sudden, what were you going to say? Rocco, you were going to get the nerds even matter. you said? Yeah, before I went on that whole rant, my whole point was there's two shows I'm never going to fucking watch. And don't ask me. I will not watch them. Well, and Doctor Who, but fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna fucking watch Game of Thrones. Thank God the ending sucks, so nobody talks yeah, about it. Right? Anymore. <laughs> and I, for personal reasons, I'm never gonna watch the fucking Sopranos, even though I sound like I could be an extra on it. I'm never gonna watch the fucking Sopranos. Nobody tell me to watch the Sopranos. Nobody tell me to watch fucking Game of Thrones anymore. I don't want to fucking hear it. All right, I'm done. I'm what about the I don't need it. I can go upstairs. It's my family. <laughs> what about hey, the Gabagool? Ms. Vitola, what's up? You come to me on my on the day of my daughter's wedding. Come to me on the day of my daughter's Gabagool. You're just trying to eat a pasta. You come here and you ask me to do this. 
Do bro, you know who I am? That's crazy. Uh, I mean, you should watch a little bit more Doctor Who, bro. You should give him more uh, of a chance. Uh, <laughs> he did the one thing uh, he just said he's not gonna do. Oh, you know what I'm not gonna watch either? One Piece. That's a, that's fair. No, never gonna happen. That's you know fair. what? I, I, this is gonna sound very characteristic, but bro. I feel like none of it is old. I feel like it's, it's like it's, it's all not filler. I, is, you know what it is too? It's I'm out of like I'm sorry, Omar. I'm no, not I'm, 19 anymore. I, I I can't sit through <laughs> I can't sit through animes anymore. Like I can go and I'll go watch the new Dragon Ball movie in the theaters. Uh-huh. Fine, I I love it. Cool. An hour and a half of just lights and sounds. Beautiful. I go home. <laughs> I live the rest of my life. It's normal. I'm not going to sit through fucking 800 episodes of yeah, some dude walking around. And I don't, I don't even get it. Like fucking, you know, you know what one really bothered dude me? walking around. <laughs> you know what really bothered me? And it's on the same thing. I remember, I remember fucking for mad long. This is actually one of the reasons I stopped really like hard body being into anime. And, and uh-huh. this like really killed it for me because you motherfuckers actually got me back. Actually, specifically Lee, uh, Leonard Fortuna. Um, he was oh, like, bro, you got to watch Attack on Titan. And then I, it, it started it. Oh, um, the but the critical one. Fucking, I remember <laughs> then after everybody's like, um, yo, bro, you got to watch Sword Art Online. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I fucking watched it. And it's like the first season is like fucking 12, 20 something episodes of a dude walking in the woods. And then they're like hitting on some like little girl. It's so fucking weird. I don't watch that. There's one worse than that. I I don't know. No, don't say what. Don't say the fucking thing I think you're going to say. You don't even know what I'm going to say. I think I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to snitch on myself. You said said it first. And I'll tell you what I'm thinking of. Because somebody forced me to watch it and I've never been the same. Zero or some shit like that. Oh, thank. That was not what I was going to say. I okay. I'm curious wow. now. Uh, no, no, I, I. That's what I meant. Actually, no, that's the one I meant. No, it's not you. No, fuck. that's what I, that actually. I like that one until the fucking seventeen, the fucking four episodes straight, and I'm trying to fight a whale. <laughs> what was that fucking? <laughs> what was that about? It's like fighting a oh, whale and then sum it down. This dude's whole life is a respawn. What? Every okay. So. <laughs> I know we were just talking shit about Doctor Who and he. <laughs> okay, he's like some some kid going out this. He's 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 at the store. He's on his phone. He's just got some fucking ramen. He's gonna go home and play some some fucking video games. Some I think I guess RPG, like some Skyrim yeah. shit, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, he ends up in this fucking Skyrim ass town in some Skyrim ass fucking nation, but like Japan. And yeah, it's it's weird. what the fuck so uh instead of his house yeah instead of no he was walking home from the grocery store or some shit and then out of nowhere ev- like everything is just like sky literally yeah. like th- wait does he get hit by i don't i don't remember i gotta say uh, yeah i don't does remember either, either, but like so he's in this place right and then he's just doing shit he's like okay and he ends up dying he just dies like some shit happens to him i guess somebody like was he like he's out of pocket but she doesn't know where the fuck he is so you know <laughs> they, they, they call my man's lacking in the middle Eagle times literally they're like hey run your pockets like, you got any rupees run thy pockets you mere fucking that, i think actually that's exactly what happened and they fucking they fucking like they they like run up on dude and just stab him right or some yeah. shit like that and then so, he's just, well, he he got it he's like oh I have to save this like random like princess witch thing, so oh, I'm gonna God. try blah, blah blah. And he like falls in love with this bitch like I don't fucking know. And then he dies and he's like he comes back to the point where he was at the market trying to figure out where the fuck he was like at buying an apple from this like dude 
And he's like, what the fuck? Every time. And then he's just like, fuck. Am I responding? And it's like literally the, this dude's whole life. And then that's like the whole the show. Respawn. So like each time he goes as far as like, I guess maybe like a day and a half, two days worth well, of side a, missions. It's like checkpoints, right? Like certain. Yeah, bro. And it's just like every time it's like a different set of actions did this. And he's just like, all right, so I'm not going to do this this time. And like, I'm not going to do this that time. And like, yeah, like I, I'm just. Respawns, bro. And I'm just like, bro, I'm literally watching this. And I'm just like, I, I, after like the, obviously like the, the second or third episode you're just like you get the point you're just like all and right that's the whole thing dude, like it yeah, never fucking changed like, responding and you're like every time he tries to tell somebody he dies oh and wait are, are you guys can't. arguing that this show is better than doctor who or no, our thing, no i don't actually know what our point here is but i like okay so here's my issue because i'm i'm this is sounding like doctor <laughs> Who's a little bit more fire doctor my point is my point is that they're both equally i don't want to fucking yeah, watch either well i think so. what, what the point was the, there's shit like that that exists and even then it's just like this is fucking what is this all right so here's my here's the thing that got me it's like what like I, i've seen like what's with the whole like genre of stuff trying to be groundhog day now like i, I don't want to see like i don't want to see it you know see and, bill murray exactly and, and when i watched the show i remember going uh fucking oh that's cool it's the first second episode that's pretty fucked up and then it's just literally him doing that for like five to ten more episodes and then they fight a big whale and it's in the sky. And then I, I don't know what happens. It was, well. it was like, like, that's the whole thing. Like you just like, I, if I wanted to play a boring RPG, I just play it. I wouldn't, right. I didn't want to watch it. Watching. Like I just go watch a let's play. If I want to see this, like it's, it's exhausting. It's not, I don't fuck with it. Guys. Uh, so I do want to loop. <clears throat> I do want to loop, excuse me, back into <laughs> we uh, got so far music. There. No, 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 no. It's, it, this is good because like, <laughs> this is exactly the type of tangent I would have wanted to take with you motherfuckers. So, um, but before, before we, we go further into the tangent, cause I want to talk about video games. Um, I just want to say, like, I do want to uh, touch on every, like what everybody's doing musically, mm -hmm. like, yeah. um, what musically is, is in our futures or whatever. But before we get there, um, Video games. What have y'all been playing lately? I know y'all have some nerds like me, so you're definitely playing something a little bit on the side. What are you playing? So, okay, video games. Uh, so actually, I, I went through a big phase where I didn't have time to play any video games, but um, I recently, well, yeah, it's very basic of me. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got really into cyberpunk. I have it on PC, so it's not as bad. Um, I was like, oh, this is cool. I forgot video games are fun or whatever. Um, and I played something else, but I feel like I haven't really played many video games lately. Um, Assassin's I need Creed. some, I need some wrecks. You know, you guys got to slide some wrecks over. Assassin's Creed. Assassin. Which one? There's like 18 of them. All of them, bro. Do I have to play <laughs> all of them? Like, it's an I don't want to. I know. I, but you, I know. They do kind of lose you at, at a certain point. I think the past. When so and so dies, and you're just like, really? That ass? I just did all this. Yo, for like I think the last movie. three games that they put out are the most fire ones. Anybody could at me on that. The last three Assassin's Creed. And that's Origins, the one that takes place in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And it, it's historically accurate. There's a mode of the game after you beat it. You can only get it after you beat the the main story missions where you uh where you can just it's like a free roam like a sandbox style and it teaches you about ancient Egypt 
just walking around and they got everything like tight. proportions correct and stuff like the, the, the cool. all the chambers in the fucking like pyramids that you can visit or whatever as like a mm-hmm. tourist or whatever like you can do all that in the game you could climb the pyramid or whatever and it'll tell you all this cool fun fact shit but um that's cool the next one odyssey is crazy it's all greek people it's all fucking ancient greece mm-hmm. um you're like part god or part like people who came before the human race that's um, cool yeah, super crazy. Uh, and then this very newest one, you're a Viking. It's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, yes. I, I saw the, yeah. Bro. I like, I like how the whole story is basically just like a more in-depth 23 and me. Like, that's the whole, <laughs> that's the whole concept. That's only how it started. Like going yeah, back in time, and fucking. So you your want to find out where you're from, huh? Yeah. Why don't we just stick you in an, uh, in a VR game, essentially, Let's based on your, your DNA? Oh, by the way, it copies your muscle memory. So you, congratulations, you can do all this. Yep. Oh yeah, you you've got physical strength that you you can only dream of from your physical <laughs> ancestors. Nah, but it gets so like in depth. Like these new games, you're not even like going into your ancestors dna it's like they're just finding bodies and shit like random bodies like grave sites of like historical battles or whatever mm-hmm. just digging people up and just grabbing their dna and being like oh this person must be important and then like looking that's looking wild. at their life or whatever that's pretty that's invasive okay. that's invasive but how long are they going to keep doing it though this is my question when is it going to be a final game that's I, the, they could keep going forever I, that's what that's why I, I stopped playing them because I remember the first one, like the whole idea, I guess, or whatever they're hinting at, like one day you're gonna be in the future and you gotta fight this dystopian government or whatever. And then they were just like, eh, nah, nah, never they never, gave me, that. They never gave me that. Waiting, I was always yes. waiting to like finally be in a city, you know, yes. as like an assassin with this newfound information and just been like, I bet what do i I'm gonna fuck do? some people up yeah like, like what is the that would have been a good start to like a good game series i mean not that like there's anything wrong yes. with what they're doing mm. but like i feel like what they're doing now or what they have been doing could have been like side yes. games you know like all right yeah. you we got to the fucking main point of the now right and the future mm-hmm. so you guys did that and you liked it so much here's history you know here's yeah the 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 like you know the the colonization of america and shit like that and here's um well you said the the greek gods and here's like egypt and like all this shit like i feel like they kind of lost us like the beginners yeah point where it was just like because they they hyped it the wrong way really like the legend the lore in the game and the universe is so strong that shit is dummy dummy brolic that's it's the only also way cool i can because describe it a lot of really cool historical events and like you said everything is like you know skit to scale i do agree with you guys though that they should in fact have like a modern day or future like oh if they're going into the past why not fuck around with that like in the future like put you in the future you're a futurized assassin or whatever literally that sounds yeah, like some like, shit that i would fucking cop ea please hire us for the reboot L- yo yes. literally like <laughs> we can voice that Right, yeah, it. we could all voice act. Exactly. <laughs> oh shit, man. But I mean, I can, the, I, the, I the can kind of do storytelling. Like, oh. I think we've all got storytelling down pretty well. No, we listen. If we ever it. had to. They get really, really close to the future shit. In the the reason why I like the newest game so much is Odyssey and Valhalla. When you're playing as like the Greek gods or like the gods before you, like they're actually the way that they explain it is like these gods were real people. They were just like 
an alien race that came before human beings type shit. And so they had like crazy technology and everything. And so you get to play as some yeah, of like them. The Apple of Eden shit. Yeah. yeah. You get to go to some of the, like in Odyssey, you get to go to Atlantis and Atlantis is actually a city from one of these civilizations that came before human beings. And it's just totally futuristic. The guards are all like robots and shit. Like it's really crazy. This is how, you know, they like, they got lost in the sauce somewhere. Like, just get it. Like, you ain't got to do all that. Just like, let us like. They had too much fun on the whippets at the party, and they're just like, that, no. This is the ah, DLC. This is the DLC. Brain cells. This is the DLC I'm talking about right now. <laughs> a DLC. You see, they should have just got to the main fucking story. They dropped the whole exactly. Like, they <laughs> like, come like, on. <laughs> Everybody's piling on me. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, but like, fuck them. You know, like, fuck them. <laughs> Like I, I I love the game. Like, like I have an Assassin's Creed tattoo. Like I'm just like, bro. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You have just gotten to the fucking point. That's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> I've got a Dead Space tattoo. Like, that shit makes know, me feel okay, bad. I, I'm sorry. I feel like oh, that's no an L. I'm sorry, like, Jen. There's there's no way I'm spoiling this for anybody now. Years later, after this game has came out, like they killed like the main character from the first game. Yeah. Yo, what the yeah. dude? I wasn't gonna play it. Yeah, I know. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh like essentially like you know they, they i was like at that point i'm just like the one thing that i was familiar with exactly fucking swagalaga bullshit you know getting to here and you just killed this dude and you didn't even, you didn't even let me use him to like do some fucking cool assassin shit with guns and like classic weapons and Yo, what was the point of like him learning all these techniques if he right? was never gonna use it yep. just i don't know it's, it was so unfortunate because they got this whole like bat cave like thing in like in Rome under like the fucking Colosseum or some shit mm. like that. I'm like, this is the coolest well, fucking the, shit. Like the people that you play as after Desmond's death are um they you get progressively more time as them doing assassin shit mm. in modern day. Like yeah, yeah. There's like every game they give you a little bit more of it up to like those last three games. Like they're straight up like fight sequences and like you have to straight up like do shit like assassins shit in mm -hmm. real life in real life in modern day and not in the animus but That's it's not cool. like a huge deal like it's just in the past in the last two games it's like mm -hmm. a big a big amount but essentially you're not gonna tell me that doctor who's not fire and i'm still gonna tell you <laughs> <laughs> to watch doctor i'm not watching doctor who i'm sorry doctor <laughs> who, who, game of thrones what? What, what what was it letter kenny oh letter kenny wow letter kenny what is that? It's a it's this Canadian show. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is hilarious. It's it's literally about these like hicks who live in a, mm -hmm. like in a small town in Canada, mm -hmm. and like the other people, <clears throat> the other people in their town are um, uh, hockey players, <laughs> uh, hicks, okay, well, and then skids, which are like the the, <laughs> the 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 kids who do the, like the the drugs like meth and smoke weed and like vape and like play nintendo all day in like a weird cable they, they sound they sound kind of lit honestly they're like little awkward metal kids like the 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 underground ravers you know like <laughs> the go the goth ravers so that's literally the whole premises and like a lot of it is like it's really funny wordplay and uh it's really quick-witted humor and, but but it's still pretty like straight to the point mm -hmm. and it's it's fucking hilarious. I I've genuinely never heard of it. I gotta look into it. It's on Hulu and like each season's like I think about like seven episodes long and like it's, a, it's I want to say it's about like 
35 minutes to like 25 minutes per episode mm. it's it's easily bingeable and it's, it's refreshing because it's like <laughs> you just gotta watch the show because their 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 reference game is pretty pretty tight <laughs> like there's a lot of like you know just regular um just casual talk like with your boys like conversations oh the banter is good yeah the banter is popping okay that's fire essentially my point (laughs) i like shows where the banter is good yeah um you know what you know what kind of stumps me like crazy is this whole movement right now that we got going on with like uh uh where nobody's acknowledging at all what's going on with netflix and the fact that they're like millions and millions of dollars in debt (laughs) <laughs> but they're I still mean, pumping out they're pumping out some fire they're still pumping uh, out fire fire is kind of subjective i gotta tell you yeah, a I lot mean, of it is pretty ass i think a that's lot, what <laughs> a lot of it is ass but like i mean it's fire it's, it's hot ass and numbers the stuff the True. stuff that hits just hits ridiculous it's like nine out of ten the Cobra stuff Kai that is hits. pretty tight my my favorite is like my favorite thing that they do is just like they really latch on to one hyper specific trend like for like two years and they just fucking beat you over the head with it. Like oh, their shows, like when they get they get into K-holes, those shows. Like they, they just fucking get stuck. Makes so much sense too. Yeah, can we have a moment of silence for um speaking of shows, we're gonna move to YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence for all gas, no breaks, real quick. Cause it's, it's done. Have you guys heard of all gas, no breaks? I don't even I don't even know what that that's I, how you I know that I'm sounds familiar, but I really I have you've before. definitely seen clips. When you see this guy again, um Andrew Callahan is his name on Instagram and also the guy the guy who hosted uh All Gas No Breaks. But um it's essentially like this gonzo style rugged uh journalism kind of like quick cuts like zoom in type shit where this guy just goes to these ridiculous events and just interviews mm. random people who all happen to be like crazy off their shits mm. um like he went to a flat earth convention he went nice. to uh wait is uh, he some awkward looking white dude yeah awkward looking white dude with curly curly brown hair alright so <laughs> Andrew Callahan um him and his friends who produced the show like the people behind the cameras and editing with him doing sound mm-hmm. uh they signed a deal with this production company called doing things media and they really like they're a production company but really they're just a bunch of people who have money who own a bunch of successful meme pages i mean what is a production company other than a bunch of people with money who own a bunch of meme pages I mean, but fuck that. It's, but like, all they got to their name are these bullshit meme pages, right? Would you, would, would, would you say that uh, a production company is like a grander meme page? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, with a bigger budget. I mean, what yeah, is no, a no. what is a what is a video but a meme with a bigger budget? And uh, that that about wraps up today's episode. <laughs> yeah, the CIA wants my location right now. <laughs> Stop right now. I gotta go. Um, you're right. You're absolutely right. But um, so he signed this deal. They signed this deal with Doing Things Media, and they gave them in this deal, Doing Things Media owns All Gas No Breaks, the show, mm-hmm. um, in its entirety. And all they gave him was four thousand dollars and an RV. And they lived in this RV for like a good portion of the time that they were filming and dropping videos. They were just mm. living out of this RV, like showering in there, going to Walmart bathrooms to shower and shit. Like that tour life, <laughs> that tour life, just to get this like journalism or whatever. Um, and they racked up 
views, millions of views per uh, per episode, per video that they uploaded. Mm. You guys should really watch these videos before they get taken down, if they get taken down. Bro, they're so funny. <laughs> they're so funny. But essentially, so like he tried to ask for more money of the Patreon, like, because they mm. also have a Patreon, but doing things yeah. media owns all the money coming from the Patreon. Oh, so they mm. can't even like do so, that. Yeah, so yeah. He, he goes to the production company and he asks them for a bigger share. He's like, hey, do you mind if like we get like a bigger portion of this? Like, I feel like it's only fair or whatever. And then they locked him and his boys out of all the accounts, all the social uh, media accounts. So the here's the thing. At that point, you are clouded, okay? You are clouded. <laughs> you guys are already working together. Yep. Just think of a new name. Like, like you still look the same. You you could do whatever the fuck you want now. Like, mm. you know, again, you're clouded. You basically, you were, yeah. you were, you were in a little thing with a label, mm-hmm. and they fucked you over, and they cut you loose, right? Just do an acoustic side project, like you said. <laughs> Here comes the dubstep um, side project. No, literally, like, you know, you could just, I feel like that could be a blessing in disguise because, you know, if they could, if they could deal with it with just like a fucking RV and $4,000 before yeah, it, like anyone even knew who they were, you know, I feel like now it would be a lot easier. You'd be like, all right, you know, you can pick up, the, which I, I, I would already assume that they're doing, you know, but then again, yeah, I, exactly. I haven't been keeping up. Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Though. They I'm own like, they own a part of his image. So like his thing is like the awkward, disheveled brown suit kind of look. Uh-huh. Um, And he essentially kind of signed a part of that image away. So like that's crazy. Yeah. So think, like I, I feel like he can't that. wear the same outfit, you know? Yeah. But all you got to do is just pick another gimmick. I guess so. What if he wants to go clean cut and like, you know, like more like presentable looking where like oh okay like this guy actually looks like he's just gonna be a serious interview and then it's completely but i love his deadpan like <laughs> people will be saying just like the wildest shit into his microphone and he's just got the straightest face <laughs> just like he's literally holding up the microphone to people like <laughs> yeah i think all babies should like you know go fuck themselves you know like, who are you to fucking you know charge me for fucking taking care of you by like not doing nothing you know i, I pay bills and shit like what the fuck are you gonna do shit all day word where shit all day yeah that's no bullshit. like exactly that get rid of the kids i don't want them anymore thank you for that improv little session bro <laughs> wow all right guys and the academy, okay, academy award. award real quick <laughs> hand me that um hand omar that he did most of the talking um so but essentially that's just i feel like that's a really good lesson for us for everybody i mean i feel like we don't really need to learn that lesson because we know what if we ever sign a deal we'll know what we're getting into like we know we're getting fucked over but most of the time we're not going to end up doing that um that's a good lesson for anybody who thinks about signing to a label or a production company or something like that is uh just remember to read the fine print and just assume if they don't have the idea to do a Patreon that you should just make a Patreon anyway and keep that money until they figure out that you got a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to my advice. We're not legal advice. Yeah. Neither I mean, are we scientists. I wouldn't give any advice. And again, like what well, he's saying, I'm just saying this from like watching and like just seeing shit happen over the years. Show that you can do whatever the fuck it is you want to do mm. with whatever budget you have mm-hmm. on your own. Mm-hmm. And show anyone who has interest in you, like, hey, 
I could do this regardless. So what are you going to do for me instead of exactly. like, what are you going to gain out of me? You know, because you're coming, you, you see something in me. So, you know, I, I'm not going to let you make all the rules here because you, you know, I am your service. I'm providing a service for you. You have to yeah. pay me, you know, that like, yeah. that. I noticed, I noticed too, like a lot of people that I know that have signed deals or whatever like that. Like if they had a big enough following before, the labels of pro or, you know, whatever the case is, um, their sponsors or investors, labels, et cetera, they like approach them like on a different foot. You know, they, they, this is a different kind of respect because yeah. they know like, Oh, like this is just helping me. This is, I'm not making you, I'm just helping you. And you're yeah. helping me. Like just, oh, it's, it's more gotta, of, you gotta keep in mind that like, they're just yeah. giving you a, like a bigger budget and like, exactly, exactly. Most times and, a little bit, they're controlling some shit. So, you know, it's not like, exactly. It's not like the label made you or something. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah. You know. mm. Well, but again, I also, you know, I'm just speaking from, from just viewing. Yeah, this is this is watching. extremely anecdotal. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, don't, please don't contact me for legal advice. <laughs> well, to step out of the sad world of music mm-hmm. and into the happy world of music, um let's let's start with Mr. Omar. Mr. Omar, you we were yeah. talking a little bit what uh, about what you were doing right now, but like what musical projects are you currently working on and what's the next thing that you um you're trying to drop if not dropping? uh definitely uh yak mob uh it's it's like a little project that i like i got into with a couple of other friends from the metal scene like mm-hmm. in the hardcore scene where just like over the years there's just people that i've like known and met mm-hmm. and like you know gotten close with mm-hmm. and uh they were just having problems with this uh this one member and they they're like yo pull up you know like let's see if we do something and like uh, we mesh together well Mm. And uh, we're now dropping like a beat tape, hopefully pretty soon. We're gonna drop a couple videos. We're try- we're trying to aim for a double feature, you know, just to like you know drop the songs with you know who we are and like a good vision with like you know two videos, mm. two songs, two videos, two songs, two videos. Mm. That's cool. Um, and then from there we'll follow up with a tape and whatever the hell else you know we want to do. And um, I'm also working on uh like on the. Pop, like punk metal hardcore side of things uh a band called vanity uh mm-hmm. working on it for a while mm-hmm. covid you know <laughs> that's literally like and then we COVID happened. <laughs> it bumped and then up a COVID whole bunch happened. of shit and like every time we kept trying to level up it would be like be something else but like mm-hmm. i think uh we're, we're just about like ready to fine tune a bunch of shit so like mm-hmm. new content new old content from that followed with like new content and just like mm-hmm. my personal stuff on spotify ghost burna Ghost.burna. Fire. Ghost with an X dot B-U-R-N-A. Yeah. And it's like, I guess just expect a, a bunch of shit coming from each of those. Yeah. I've cool. like, I've been like just literally trying to work with as many people as possible mm. just for like the friend value. It's just like, you know, homies yeah. working with homies because, you know, there's nothing else to do. So yeah. uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out in like certain platforms and even like I'm currently working on a screenplay slash like short film mm. yo me too oh shit <laughs> this is what happens when, when when musicians get lost in the sauce too much we start thinking we could do anything like it's like when, like it's, no i feel like i can like direct when you, get, when you get almost bored of like making music yes and, like not even making music just relying on other people to make music mm. oh it's I funny because you go my from purpose. oh sorry literally i have transcended my purpose and so now i am it's a funny because media. it's funny because as a, as a musician like we, I always do this. I'm like, oh, I don't need to rely on other people to play guitar on this record. I'm just going to write a film which relies on like fucking 30 people. To, to <laughs> but here's the thing though 30 people that are like, you could just 
pick off like hey exactly you, you can do this like you can do exactly. sound. um gonna hire you to do sound you can you film the right the way i like to you know mm-hmm. the, the thing that i'm looking for you have the the right color gradients uh gradients i don't know if i'm yeah. saying that right color gradients close enough color gradients smokes weed once <laughs> but, <laughs> but, never but, ever know, do like, pots you know, like uh <laughs> i think like a good like at least from what i've studied like a good or like how I feel and what I've learned from like watching a bunch of film and Quentin Tarantino uh, said it best. It's like it's just like all about like if you like watching good film. It's yeah. really awesome. Hey, you said Quentin Tarantino, and all I thought about was was Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish. I just saw a big ass foot in my head. I was just like, Jesus, oh, it hurts. Yo, fuck. Is that like implanted a foot fetish in all of our heads? Yo, Quentin Tarantino is wild. Have you guys ever seen feet? Have you guys? No, it's my best. He says says that like just um, taking reference from a lot of like movies that you like to watch, Mm. like like it's all about a scene, not even about like everything else. And yeah, literally telling a visual story Mm. is like a a proper way to like you know like tell like tell the the. Mm. You got this. (laughs) It's all the (laughs) week. Tell the story that you want to show. You have to provide like a like a aesthetically pleasing image to like the brand mm-hmm. of the film. And so you're saying that's what you learned from Quentin Tarantino is not like not just Quentin Tarantino, just like just hours of watching like um <laughs> like master classes of like certain mm-hmm. actors like Michael Caine yeah. and um fucking uh like they have this the table talk type thing where it's mm-hmm. literally got a bunch of different mm-hmm. actors and directors. Yeah, yeah, the, the round table yeah. thing. I the, see that. Yeah, just like a whole bunch of those and just watching people just communicate and like like their different experiences and all this different thing and like certain things that they've done in their movie careers that made them like you know like oh you know you did this and a lot of people know you for that and like you know listen 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 say hypothetically speaking Uh if someone were to pirate a master class for somebody who who was a director (laughs) or a screenplay writer who who would want hypothetically download a mice uh, (laughs) illegally download a master class from do you guys have any recommendations pirating is bad i'm saying hypothetically good please (laughs) do not no feds in my house. No feds. <laughs> no feds. But I'm saying hypothetically <laughs> go, speaking. Hypothetically. That's why no, I said I never said literally. I said hypothetically YouTube, speaking. YouTube is your tool. YouTube is your tool. Because All right. YouTube is yeah. the eternal like tool mm-hmm. of the people where it's just like if you want to know like now what you want if you how can I do this? You're gonna go on Google or YouTube. Mm. And one the of people's them takes YouTube, you comrade. You, like if you search it up on on Google, the first thing that pops up is probably a YouTube video of like how to mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you mean, know, like, pirating is bad. I agree. By the way, <laughs> I'm just gonna save my ass a little bit because I I kept that. Everyone go illegally download his music. No, please. <laughs> I'm not giving you illegal. Advice. Please, yo. As long as you pay me that license, if you use that in a movie, and I see that. If I see that on HBO, you're, it's a wrap for, for you, bro. It's a wrap if I see that on HBO. Bro. <laughs> he's saying it now, so you know he's gonna do it. It's a you wrap, know, bro. It, it's- it's funny you mentioned that, Omar, because um, this I don't think, and I always argue with people about this, and I know this is, well, we'll get to it. I always, I always argue with people about this because everybody's always like, bro, you just like if you're gonna do music, bro, just go on YouTube.com. It's like that does. I feel like that does not apply for you for or for music and audio because uh-huh. just a second. 
everybody on YouTube for audio. What happened? Like, it's so bad. Like, there's there's so many bad shit. And like, me, I'm sure like as a filmmaker, maybe that also applies. But like, as an audio engineer and a producer, etc. Like, every time, when especially as a singer, Jesus Christ, don't even get me started. Um, See, you go on YouTube and people are just like spouting hot ass. Like, (laughs) I have, like, I gotta tell you the truth. Like, I every once in a while just keep myself fresh to see what the world is doing. And every time I go on YouTube, I'm like, like I think I might have seen in my life since I started making music at like 12. From 12 until I'm 27, yeah, until 27, um, like I have seen maybe two good YouTube videos with about audio and music. Like it is ass. But in terms of filmmaking, I feel like it's slightly different for me. And I actually, it, just like you, I got into like watching videos about filmmaking and you know, screenplay writing, a little yeah. less screenplay writing, more like the technical stuff. Um, and, you know, I've been helping uh, Salise with her YouTube, Sweet and Spooky, and I've been doing the filming and, and the coloring and the audio for that. And, um, like, just like, I feel like I've gotten so much good information that actually applies in the real world versus like with audio where like you go on they're like you should eq your master with a this and then they're like giving all these like 4d chess to do something that like you can do like with one effect and it's like you know put the reverb and then you you apply it to the the track in just in, put a, in verse and, then, and it's like it dude, just put like, a de-esser, de-esser on the master bus on y <laughs> and, and what you do is you duplicate the kick 17 times and put 40 40 <laughs> parallel compressed bus and it's just like dude just oh, like dang. learn how to use an eq like what is the, <laughs> what is this like <laughs> and it's oh, you know obviously God. like i went to school and studied this for years it's so it's like and been in the real world doing it for years so like for me it's like y'all sound like a bunch of fucking idiots and i'm sure like people in the film world go and you know whoever and are like you sound like a bunch of fucking idiots but for me, you know, it works in the real world for film, but when it comes to audio, yikes. But not to go on a big I, rant, I feel like, like what you said, like the people's YouTube, comrade, like it's amazing when it's amazing. Yeah. It's awful when it's awful. I mean, there's yeah. also like uh, being able to differentiate too, like as well as like, you exactly. know, what you're watching. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm watching this hot shit fly into my TV screen. It's just like, or it's like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm getting valuable information from like mm-hmm. this, which makes sense for like, what you're yeah. doing and like it's good to make the proper research yeah and i feel I hope, like you can tell i hope like, the filtering gets better on youtube though because like if they can have like a uh, peppa pig videos with like secret messages that <laughs> kids peppa pig videos with like secret messages for kids to kill themselves and shit like they, they got some filtering issues on youtube for me to find the good and the hot garbage for me to know the difference you know like i don't know bro like your eyes are your best tool my friend your, your eyes, eyes is for real. common sense Listen, <laughs> Um, so, so Rocco, what you got? What you got going on project wise? What's the next thing that you're trying to drop? Um, so, for- um, I just recently dropped all my friends just said. Um, it's a fire track. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, for some reason, really hits still. So I was like, yo, I gotta drop this. Every all my <laughs> friends are literally sad. Um, I'm very sad. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm really happy about the turnaround. You know, the turnout and how everybody enjoyed it. And um, I have a couple things planned. Uh, I'm, I'm working on some like new sounds and stuff like that. Obviously, my next big project, no secret, is Independence Drive. Um, 
which <laughs> is my, uh, you know, is my concept album that I'm not yeah. going to go too deep into, but you know, you guys know, but for the audience concept album about my teenage years and kind of like, as if everything happened in one night and I'm really excited about it. Very mm-hmm. like classic capital sounds, very boom bap, very mm-hmm. like gritty fat beats and stuff like that. You know, not that's really a generic white dude thing to say. It sounds like boom bap. Okay. dude. <laughs> uh, All right. But uh, So I'm excited about that project a lot, obviously. And then I feel like once I release that, I can just go off into the ether and never have to make music again. But uh, mm. I have a couple of things coming up like that. And in relation to what Omar said, um, I've been writing uh, some screenplay stuff. I'm not going to say too much, but uh, some shit that's kind of cool. And uh I'm excited about, and for one of them, I actually designed a trading card game (laughs) because the movie, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they told me it was a, it was a useless hobby, (laughs) Um, uh, but I'm really excited about like those things. Um, and, uh, really excited about working on my girlfriend who I mentioned my girlfriend's, uh, YouTube sweet and spooky, a lot of fun, awesome horror movie reviews. If you like horror movies, go check it out on YouTube. Um, And just like a lot of stuff like that, you know, I'm really hoping to just like release a bunch of music to get, you know, everybody acclimated with my sound and stuff, uh, working on some, some interesting, dare I say, drill music uh, (laughs) for the world. Uh, There was a beat beat that you posted to your Instagram and I was like, I commented or I responded to your story (laughs) and I'm like, bro, you gotta put me on this. Like, yo, wait, I got to send this to somebody already. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) Yo, it's very funny. So I made that one for um, a very good friend, amazing artist as well. Everybody should go check him out. Dion, um, Dion Raps on Instagram. and uh, I sent it over to him and he's doing something on it. I'm not exactly sure yet what, but uh, we were originally going to collab on it, but I don't, my verse is trash. So it's like, you know, just take it. Um, but take I produced it. that one for him and I've been making like kind of like a line of, of, of beats like that. I've been trying to really like mesh like this new New York drill sound with maybe some like older New York style beats and trying to like really find like an interesting, unique middle ground. Um, and just kind of like expanding my sound, you know, I, I came back, as I said, from a hiatus and just like, you know, I was like, fuck, came I back forgot slapping. how to make music. Thank you. I forgot how to make music. So I was like, I got to just do something crazy. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it. And you will get a drill beat to your, to your email one day, both of you. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Let's go. Shit. Well, I'm Rest excited. Pop smoke. Pops, yo, oh, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Young God. I am looking forward to all of all of the shit that we got going. Um, I'm actually working on something. Some I wanted to get you guys maybe involved Ooh. with potentially. I'd love to. Uh, the the scary kids are working on a mixtape. So we oh, actually have shit. um it, you know the fucking vibes, you bro. Know the fucking vibes. Yo, bro, the fucking vibes, bro. <laughs> you know the, the fucking vibes, mixtape, bro. bro. Um so we're actually <laughs> dropping oh, yeah. I should be putting more attention on this, but we're actually dropping an album soon within the next few weeks to one month. I, I was showing Omar some of the songs. I'm gonna straight up mm-hmm. send you the the All private right. link to the Yeah, to the I'd love to listen album. Um but after the album drops, uh, we're going to do like a kind of open-ended sort of mixtape where it's like mm-hmm. collabs, 
encouraged and enforced like it'll be me and and zach but like really like the idea is like we're trying to like anybody and everybody gets the smoke essentially if like if i love to have you heard have you you heard scary kids a little bit right collaboration is key yeah of course i i listened to all the tunes that you released i fuck with it that last one you released was crazy by the way what was the name of that one um the very very last one that we put out should have been shut the fuck up or stfu Yes, that one's crazy. Yeah, I love that one. I I like you guys have like a the graphics, like this the aesthetic, like there. It's like you're doing the aesthetic thing very well, and it very much feels like the sound of the music. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're 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 the way you're portraying yourselves is like fire, and the music is even more fire. So it's just like it's 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 got its own vibe. We definitely caught like a a particular little like niche pocket of like music sound Mm -hmm. kind of whatever. But Uh um, the reason I bring that up is you hear yourself on one of those uh, on a scary track. Type, but do you hear of course do you hear some of your shit on it do you hear some ghost burn on it bro i hear some ghosty on it this all right, is, all this right. is 2021 capital i'm on everything yeah, i do hell? everything call me a Nicki minaj feature back in the day because i'm trying to be on everything oh, bring out the pink lamborghini yes <laughs> oh trying to put this pussy to a sideburn <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> Why put it to a side? Burn? What does that I mean? Anyway, that sorry. It's a uh, rug burn. Yeah. Um, Imagine you, you you look in the mirror and you got a little tape up. The fuck happened here? Yo, R.I.P. Nicki Minaj. She's not dead, but like I ain't seen her in a while. <laughs> so, R.I.P., okay. you know. Um, shit. So, I feel like we've touched on kind of everything mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on, but before we sign off officially, I need to get uh, evidence that I can get notarized by a notary public in uh, in saying that I will have my capital collab soon. <laughs> I need you to say it. I need a recording. You got to talk to my people. Oh, and by my people, yeah. by my people, I mean just me trying to flex behind a different Gmail. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Capital uh, management, you know, one of those. Things. Okay, make capital one of those. management. Nah, of course, one hundred percent. All right, uh, you know, and especially now at this point, I'm just just trying to get like back into the swing of of doing everything and. You know, collaboration is exactly. Um, I'll send you. I, I'll send you a beat. I'll send you a beat that I was fucking shit. with, and then if you like it and you want stems, so you could do some shit. Like I'll yeah. send you stems. I'll send you. Stems. Hell yeah, baby! You know it. You already stems. know it. And that goes for you as well, Omar. We all gotta get some shit going. Um, I've been DTK shit. You know, yo, <laughs> yo, we're gonna, we're gonna. At some point, we're gonna do a DTK reunion. But, um, like, is there any way we th- we can get the critical one? Yo, I actually, it's funny you mentioned that because, um, me and, 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 and critical me and Mr. Lens, uh-huh. um, we've been like trying to like meet up and do some shit for a while. Cause he wants to like kind of get back into it as well. I feel like that everybody's doing that now. Um, it's the time to do it. <laughs> exactly. And, um, we're all pretty marketable now, you know, like, exactly. We're all <laughs> pretty boys out here, you yeah, know, like, some pretty boys, pretty thems, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, don't hate me. You look like the bear Jew in the best way. <laughs> Where is that from? <laughs> Fucking, uh, Glorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. Yes, I Glorious love it. Glorious Bastards. And Yo, Levi Ackerman. Like, I can't unsee. You know, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta like, flex I can't on unsee him. the Levi. You know, young, 
young Levi, young Justin Long out here. What am I going to say? You know, um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm been trying to like link with him for a minute. Cause we've been really busy schedules and stuff, but we're, we're planning on it soon. So got to get everybody in. Get warm once, up too. Yeah, exactly. Vaccination um, season, you know? Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get exactly. vaccinated. Are you guys getting chipped? Yeah. You guys Hell getting yeah, baby. Getting chipped. Trying to get that Bezos. That Bezos shit. Are you guys getting the two-shot one, the Moderna? Or are you getting uh, the, the, JJ. the JJ, the one? Uh, I'm getting the Johnson & Johnson one, but I'm telling them to do it twice because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> okay. In both cheeks, right? Get superpowers. <laughs> both cheeks. <laughs> Yo, double cheeked up on a Thursday. It sounds like it would just be a sore spot. That's how. If you get syphilis, you got to get your shots in the cheeks. Right, yeah, something like that. I, no I, I, I mean, I personally, I no experience, so I don't know. But. I have, I have zero experience with that. But like, isn't it like I, I thought? You seem, like, pretty, you seem like you have that information ready. Like you're. I like, don't know. So, you guys I don't know about scared. simple shots. I was scared into not having sex because I got told all these crazy treatments for venereal diseases. For the longest time, bro, I was like, "Oh, you gotta do. <laughs> they gotta put what in your what to get rid of herpes." <laughs> I don't think you can get rid of those. You can't get rid of. <laughs> I know, but like that—that that, a big part of my upbringing was un- unlearning some of that shit. So don't maybe do this I got or that you will wrong. Die. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't have sex without a condom, or you'll literally implode. Your balls will f- fall off when you're taking a shower, and you won't know what to do. Oh, if only. <laughs> And then you're going to be visited by the testicle trolls. And Who put this gum they're gonna here? Have to, they're going to have to run you down through the things as a part of, like, you know, your culture and, like, you know, the, the, the testicle trolls. Uh, oh. uh, believe it or not, don't look like testicles. <laughs> this sounds like the ramblings of a DMT guy. It sounds like this sounds like a night. Uh, Listen, a, a weekend so I'm dreams. Man. I'm not fucking listening to Joe Rogan either. So don't ask me. <laughs> Listen, bro, like if you just hop in, if you just hop in to uh, the, (laughs) if you just hop into the Alex Jones episode, (laughs) Alex Jones isn't real. You can't prove to me that he is. (laughs) Have you ever seen him in person? I I won't believe it. (laughs) Yes, I see him in my dreams. (laughs) Exactly. My sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) (laughs) They're turning the frogs gay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I I need to ask you something right now. How come you never see any pigeons out at night? You ever notice that <laughs> they're government drones? <laughs> exactly. I've seen pigeons at night. I don't know. I I feel like well, I'm claiming it now. Pigeons out at night in New York are the souls of dead New Yorkers. Yep. That's so sad. <laughs> How often do you see a pigeon? No, oh. they're chilling. <laughs> Yo, Rest in peace, you baby. See pigeons hanging out at night, just chilling. You know, never. Just telling, like, I feel like I feel like you really gotta go to a park. For that. I mean, we're getting really specific now. Like we're no, getting really no, deep. I, into I, the get, I walk. I, I walk a lot of the streets of New York mm. at night, often, <laughs> and it's like it's always a very rare occasions that I see like a pigeon just chilling at some corner, just by a halal, like either by a halal <laughs> cart or just doodling on some random intersection, bro. I I'll give you. I have a photo evidence. Multiple the pigeon's photo just e- sitting there by itself. It's like. <laughs> Chilling, bro. Literally chilling. Just chilling, just being a fucking pigeon out at night. He's a gooning. Goon. He's gooning outside. Like he, you can't. He's. You're not gonna catch him lacking. He's like, what? I'm just violent here. So you guys remember? You guys remember when they had that thing? They were like, yo, I bet you never seen a pregnant pigeon. I got a two for one. There's a pregnant pigeon that sleeps next door at night. 
of my house. I got it all. I got the 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 most New York experience you can have. Literally, have the most all. New York experience, like my neighbor pigeon. Bro, <laughs> guys, can I leave you with one conspiracy theory so we can end the end Let's the episode with one conspiracy theory Re- revolving around Alex Jones? Actually, you guys know about <laughs> Bohemian Grove. No. I've, about it. I've read about it. It's so bad with conspiracy I've theories. I've never really like test place. Yes, I know. I've, I know gists. And if you told me everything, I would remember. But go on. So this is, I'm going to make it super short and sweet so that if you want to look into it, you could look into it yourself. But this is how Alex Jones got famous. This is how he got his notoriety because he was doing expose journalism in the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. He ends up getting this tip about a millionaire, billionaire, kind of like head of state, kind of gentlemen's club out in the wilderness of North California where Mm -hmm. all these rich people would gather every summer and they'd get together and it's just like nobody else was allowed. No journalists were allowed. No women were allowed up to a certain point. Um, But like it was just these rich dudes, uh, uh, politicians, Mm -hmm. uh, heads of companies and stuff. Um, So Alex Jones and this one other reporter that he worked with snuck in and they got these hidden cameras in and this whole, like the whole footage of Bohemian Grove that he got in the nineties, you can find it all on YouTube. It's in parts. Like it's not all in one. You might be able to find it all. I would watch all that. That sounds pretty interesting. But he, like he essentially, he walks past mad famous people, mad people who were in government at the time. And there was like this whole thing, like in the middle of the event, it was like a, a a getaway or retreat over the course of like a few days and there was this play that they put on right that was a mock-up kind of sacrifice to an owl god like an effigy of an owl god and they like put together this like bundle of sticks or like wood or whatever that's supposed to look like a a small person and they like put on this play and they put on the same play every single year with all these rich people where they sacrifice a little wooden bundle of sticks meant to be a person to an owl god that sounds like a lot and it's, I mean, this is real, a hundred percent real. And he got this footage. You know, if you get somebody yeah. believing you in know something, what? you know. <laughs> Fine, Alex Jones, have your bundle of sticks. Do it. <laughs> That's good. Good for you. What have Isn't you proven? It weird? Isn't it weird though that there's uh there's a certain percentage of people in the upper echelon of our society that go to something like that every year to put on whatever i don't even give a fuck if it's fake but they're still pretending to sacrifice something to an owl god what <laughs> i the mean fuck, bro? It's also just like people who go to church every sunday monday and friday or i was literally like that, just you know, gonna like, say like have you ever met a mormon like there's i i think the owl god sounds pretty realistic to me i know i was pretty exist. cool too but like i don't yeah. know what the bundle of sticks like the, the baby you know it's like, meant to be a child it's like yeah. a, it's like a stand-in for a child like it's but like you know if <laughs> A bunch of rich people who believe in an owl god. Doesn't that sound like a, pl- a kind of pl- spot you kind of want to join in on? Like, what's going yeah. on over here, guys? <laughs> like, the I owl- like I like the owl idea god. that the the owl god was like. Um, I just think Sly Cooper. Like, yes, me too. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that, but I I like that the owl god went. No, maybe this time, and they were like, "Oh man, I like," and they're like, uh, <laughs> "So you, you got like a bundle of sticks, sticks and, maybe? Uh, like, I like I could like we could do that. Like, I take." I take card, baby, bundle of sticks, whatever you got. One of them every time they don't bring him a real baby. It's like, oh, 
Oh, so uh, this is kind of awkward. You uh, you give me a bunch of burning fucking sticks again. Really uh, passive aggressive owl guy. Jim, where's where the fuck is Jim? I know he's here this year. <laughs> no, so uh, no baby again this year. No, 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 it's no, no, it's fine. No, 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 it's cool, it's cool. I guess I'll just have another bundle of sticks this year. You know, whatever. All you hear is whatever, like a fierce, like owl, like uh, hawk hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> just and then you know again there goes Jim he's gone like the, he's the sacrifice for this that's year. It. It's oh, a long shit. time coming. Man, no, but Carl that's... from accounting is going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, right. He's going to have to do all the work now. So I mean, um, he was actually Alex Jones was on a fucking uh, episode of uh, this other podcast. Andrew Schultz is this comedian who has a podcast called Flagrant Two. Mm. That shit is so funny, bro. And so he had Alex Jones on an episode and it was literally just them letting him go. Like there was a moment at the beginning of the episode where Andrew Schultz is like, yo, Alex, I'm not even going to fact check you, bro. I'm going to just let you go, bro. <laughs> just go. I'm just let you go. <laughs> yo, just go, bro. <laughs> I, like, I like how like Alex Jones would go to something and they'll just be like, whatever, just talk. And Alex Jones like isn't offended by that at all. He's like, no, that's like a normal thing people do, right? Like, no, yeah. like, that's not insulting at all, right? Oh, I'm man. Fucking... Yo, so uh, let's let's leave it with the taste of that conspiracy theory in the in the mouth there. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, thank you, you so much for coming, both of you. I mean, Omar has been here for like a couple hours already, but like, you know, we're chilling. We're going to keep the vibes going as long as I'm here for the next couple of hours. Um, yeah. Yo, as soon as I get vaccinated again, I'm coming for that ass, Mr. Rocco. You already know it. We're going to have we're going to have have the whole function, get the whole the whole crew, you know, all that stuff. I'm going the to your basement, bro. party where we just spit at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want everybody to spit in my glass, in my drink. Every 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 <laughs> single person in the group. <laughs> uh, we could sell that. We could we could we could sell that as an NFT. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just somebody. Some rich dickhead will hear this and want to buy it. All right. I'm just saying. We're collaborating on a DTK <laughs> NFT. End of story. Period. Period with the T at the end. I don't even if you're fuck. rich enough, you know, you know, buy it. And just say you did, you know. And fuck it's gonna it. be like, Ethereum. That's the closest. That's the closest to like our version of e girl bathwater. Like, does <laughs> <laughs> everybody yeah, in the, in the you could own that? Yeah, you could literally own that. Like that'll be your. Okay. You could burn it in front of a hundred people, a hundred like thousand people, if they cared. If you had that kind of money, and you know, you can you could literally just do some shit like that. Just so, just you know, do it. Just to do it. I just wanted to see if that light. Oh, I thought that was like our cue. Like we're off air. No, we're about to we're about we're about to go off air right now. But I just wanted to see if that would work. Um, guys, thank you for coming. We're going to for having me. We're yes, going to bring this back you. around. Um when th- when things are a little bit more normal and those vaxes are hitting, I want you mm-hmm. in the studio, Mr. Rocco. 100%, so, you already know. We're coming we're coming at you live. Um in the meantime, this has been the Angry Barista. Uh, and if you like what you heard, subscribe to the YouTube, uh, follow the Instagram, follow Mr. Rocco, follow Mr. Omar over here, his band, everything that he's doing, Yak Mob. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to link you. everything. Um, angry Barista. Stay angry, y'all, or not. Peace. Thank you.